and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished. Praise God. Hallelujah. There's a whole lot more verses of Scripture in this chapter. In fact, there's 22 verses, amen, in this chapter. I'm not going to read the whole 22 verses. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop here in verse 9, amen, because there's just too much, amen, in this chapter to cover in one message. Praise God. Hallelujah. But I do want to convey to you, amen, basically what I see here, amen, in these scriptures that I've read to you this morning. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to convey that to you, amen, and hopefully, amen, help some of us here today. Praise God. In these scriptures that I've read to you this morning, hallelujah, there are three types of people, amen, classified, amen, throughout these nine verses of scripture. Praise God. Hallelujah. The first class of people, amen, are the false prophets and the false teachers, amen, who bring in damnable heresies. The first class of people, amen, referenced in verse 1, amen, are the false prophets and the false teachers who bring in damnable heresies. Praise God. Hallelujah. What exactly does that mean this morning? Hallelujah, that they were false prophets and false teachers, amen, even in Peter's day that was trying to bring in damnable heresies. What does that mean? Praise God. The word damnable here, amen, is the Greek word, and I'm sure I cannot pronounce it, but apollie, praise God, apollie or something close to that. Hallelujah. It means spiritual destruction, amen, or spiritual Ruin, praise God, hallelujah. So, the false prophets, the false teachers are going to bring about, amen, spiritual destruction, amen, or spiritual ruin, amen, hallelujah. Uh, Praise God. But this morning, we got to stop and ask ourselves a question who would willingly want to be ruined? Who, Who would willingly? Want to be ruined, praise God. I'm sure that none of us here, hallelujah, want to be ruined in any way, shape, or form, praise God. Hallelujah. But the false prophets and the false teachers, amen, they do it ever so slyly, praise God. Hallelujah. They do it, amen, by offering you another choice. Offering, amen, the saints of God another choice, praise God. Hallelujah, it's called heresies. That other choice that the false prophets and false teachers are going to, amen, offer to us, amen, is called heresies, praise God. Hallelujah, the word heresies, amen, means to have an opinion specifically denounced by the church. Hallelujah, amen, to have an opinion Amen, that is specifically denounced by the church. Praise God. Hallelujah. So the false prophets, amen, they offer these opinions as another choice. Praise God. An alternate lifestyle. Hallelujah. Ain't that, ain't that, amen, just everyday conversation now. An alternate lifestyle. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, that's exactly what the false prophets were doing. Amen. They were offering it to the church. They were offering it to the saints of God an alternate lifestyle. Hallelujah. Amen. This has long been 
Uh, this happened long before denominationalism, amen, ever hits the church. Hallelujah. Amen. But it is the very roots of where, amen, denominationalism grew up from. Praise God. Hallelujah. So hundreds and hundreds of Amen. In hundreds of years, amen, before we have denominationalism hit the church, the roots of denominationalism is already there. Hallelujah. Amen. The apostle Peter, praise God, and in Bible days, there were no Baptist churches. There were no Methodist churches. There was no Lutheran churches, Episcopalian churches. Amen. There was no Roman Catholic churches. Hallelujah. Amen. That was not there. It was not present. Amen. As Peter wrote, amen, second chapter, amen, second Peter chapter two, it was not there. Amen. But it's there all the way back then that we find the very roots of denominationalism. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Most of these denominations had their start around the 15th and 16th century. Praise God. The Lutherans trace their history back to Martin Luther in the 1500s. The Baptists trace their history back to the uh, 1633. The Methodists trace their history back, amen, to 1784. Praise God. Hallelujah. So it was hundreds of years later before the denominations began to surface. Praise God. Hallelujah. In Revelation chapter 17 and verse 5, praise God. Hallelujah. It mentions the Mother Harlot Church. Praise God. Hallelujah. That we hold, amen, to be the Roman Catholic Church. The Roman Catholic Church is the oldest denomination that there is. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says in Revelation chapter 17 and verse 5, and upon her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great, the great Mystery Babylon, the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. So if the Roman Catholic Church is the mother of harlots, that means that that mother has many daughters. Many daughters. Many denominations. Many, amen, off, uh, off branches, praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. From the, amen, genuine church, amen, that God intended, uh, amen, that was born and established in Acts chapter 2. Hallelujah. Amen. When the power of the Holy Ghost fell on 120 believers. Hallelujah. Amen. That was the original apostolic church. Thank God there's still an apostolic church, amen, around today. Hallelujah. Amen. But what we need to realize today, amen, that denominationalism grew out of false doctrine. Amen. Denominationalism grew out of false doctrine. Hallelujah. False doctrine was then, and it is still true today, false doctrine is so effective that it causes many people to deny the Lord. Amen. They may not deny Him in words. They may talk, amen, of God. They may mention the name of God. Hallelujah. They may even go to, amen, a church somewhere. Praise God. Hallelujah. They may not deny Him in words. Hallelujah. But they definitely deny Him in actions. Hallelujah. I know today, amen, what you're thinking. Amen, the works are not going to get us to heaven. Amen, but the Bible says that faith without works, hallelujah, is dead. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Faith without works is dead. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to believe in God. Amen. To the point that we are willing to live for Him. Amen. The old song that they sang. I don't walk like I used to walk. I don't talk like I used to talk. I don't act like I used to act. I don't go where I used to go. I don't dress like I used to dress. I don't behave like I used to behave. Hallelujah, still a song, amen, that we sing around higher praise tabernacle, hallelujah. Amen, when Christ comes in, amen, he makes a difference in our lives. Amen, they may not deny him in words today, but they certainly deny him in actions, hallelujah. They can talk Christian, hallelujah, amen, but they simply do not act Christian-like or Christ-like. Praise God, false prophets are good. Amen, they're good at what they do. They're persuasive. Hallelujah, they are convincing. Come on now. Hallelujah, I don't know why God's got me dealing with this, but he does, hallelujah. Amen, so I'm not going to second guess him, praise God. False prophets are good. Amen, they are very convincing at leading people away from Christ. Hallelujah, they are so good. Amen, that that leads us to the second group of people that we want to talk about this morning. Amen, and that's in verse 2. Praise God. Hallelujah, verse 2. And many, and many shall follow their pernicious ways by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. So the first group of people classified are the false prophets and the false teachers bringing in damnable heresies. The second group of people, amen, are the people that lend an ear to the false prophets and teachers and allow them to convince them. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible says, and many shall follow their pernicious ways. Praise God. The many that follow their pernicious ways. The word pernicious means damnable, destructive ways. That cause spiritual ruin. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Pernicious ways or damnable ways, destructive ways that causes spiritual ruin. Hallelujah. Amen. So when these denominal churches, amen, decided to get in their pulpit and start preaching that the Holy Ghost is not for us today, amen, that healing is not for us today, that miracles are not for us today, amen, they brought within their congregations damnable heresies. How can people but say, how can people say that they believe in God, but they don't believe in the miracle work and power of God? How can people say that they believe in God and don't believe that God can heal their bodies? <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But they are out there by the hundreds and thousands. Amen. Convincing their congregations that none of this stuff is for us today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. They, they, they brought in their damnable, amen, they brought in spiritual ruin. Amen. How do they do it? They do it by speaking evil of the truth. Amen. They tell us that only the 12 apostles received the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost. That's a lie. Amen. The Bible says that all 120 of them received it. 
And then the 3,000 that came running, amen, from all over Jerusalem that heard, amen, that Joel chapter 2 and verse 28 had been fulfilled, amen, and God had poured out His Spirit upon sons and daughters, amen, handmaidens and anybody that wanted it that day, amen, God was pouring out the Holy Ghost that day, hallelujah, and then there were 3,000 souls added that day, praise God, but they'll tell us that only the 12 received it. Hallelujah. They speak evil of the truth. Denominationalism today is basically men speaking evil of truth. You need to get this. Denominationalism is today basically men speaking evil of truth, denying the truth. Amen. And when they deny the truth, they they deny the God. Amen. They went to Calvary to pay for their salvation. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. When they deny the truth, they're denying Christ. Hallelujah. So I will not follow denominationalism. Amen. I will not be deceived by, amen, denominationalism. Amen. I refuse, amen, the lies of hell. Amen. That say that the church has changed. Hallelujah. The church hadn't changed. Uh, Amen. The church is growing stronger and stronger and stronger today. Hallelujah. Because they are more and more and more people turning uh, to the truth. Hallelujah. Amen. That's exactly where we are today. Hallelujah. Amen. We are fighting denominationalism. And those that would deny, amen, Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Amen, there are Bible colleges, amen, that people attend. And in the classes they take there, amen, they learn how to explain away, amen, the fundamental Bible truths that we hold dear today. In Bible college, they learn how to explain it away. They learn how to debate it away. Hallelujah, holiness. Amen, it's a bygone thing, amen, in most Bible colleges, hallelujah. Amen, they explain away holiness, they explain away righteousness, they explain separation from, they, amen, explain away separation from the world, the Godhead, baptism in Jesus' name, the infilling of the Holy Ghost, prayer for the sick, amen, believing in miracles and even casting out devils, hallelujah. They all deny it. Amen. You and I cannot participate in that. You and I, amen, will never have, amen, the power to cast out a devil. Hallelujah. Amen. But they come too late to tell us that. Amen. We've seen people, amen, with devils cast out of them. Amen. That immediately changed. Hallelujah. That immediately forsook their ungodly ways. Amen. They laid down the alcohol. They laid down the drugs. They laid down, amen, all of their uh, pernicious ways. Hallelujah. Amen. And they started following God, and they're still following God. Hallelujah. But the Bible colleges out there today want to explain all of this stuff away. Amen. Are all Bible truths at Bible colleges, amen, spend most of their time explaining away. Holiness. Righteousness, separation, living godly and holy in this present world. Oh, that's not for us today. Hallelujah. Denying the Lord. Speaking evil of those who would believe the Bible truths that we find there. We stand here today asking the question, where are the sane people 
in this world? Where are the sane people in the religious world? Let's take it one step at a time. Where are the sane people in the religious world? Huh? Hallelujah, you can get saved at 12 years old and then, amen, you can forget about, amen, anything else after you get saved. Hallelujah. Amen, because once you're saved, you're eternally saved. You're eternally secure. Oh, uh, yeah. You can go out and live any way you want to. You don't have to worry about salvation. Amen, because you are saved. Hallelujah. Amen. What about walking upright, amen, in this present world? What about, amen, separating ourselves from the world? What are we called out from, amen, if we can live and behave and act like the world behaves and acts? Hallelujah. Amen. Where's the same people in the, in the religious world? Where are the same people in the political arena? The political people in the, amen, that has been elected to the offices over our country. Hallelujah. They're highly educated people. Amen. Highly educated folks. Hallelujah. Amen. But they are living proof. Uh, amen. That there's a right way and a wrong way to go about educating folks. These highly educated people that run our nation. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know where they got their education from. Amen. But they didn't get their education from the same place that I got my education from. Uh, amen. When you leave God out of education, amen, education eventually leads to stupidity. I hate to be so plain this morning. Amen. But when you leave God out of education, amen, education leads to stupidity. Hallelujah. I'm telling you this morning, amen, we've got a lot of crazy people running this nation. In John chapter 10 and verse 10, the Bible says, The thief cometh not but to steal, to kill, and destroy. I am come that they may have life, amen, and they might have it more abundantly. Amen. Christ brings life to the education process. Amen. If Christ is added to the education process, amen, Christ would bring life to the education process. But without him, education is dead. Amen. Without Christ in it, education is dead. Hallelujah. We make reference a lot of times of brain dead folks. Amen. We're not making light or making slight about people that may have had an injury somewhere. Amen. Hallelujah. And their brain may not be functioning in the right way. Hallelujah. Amen. We're talking about people that have brains, functioning brains. Hallelujah. Amen. But are literally brain dead. Amen. When it comes to knowing God. Amen. Their brains are functioning. Their brains are working. Hallelujah. Amen. But they are, they are walking to, amen, the beat of a different drummer than we are. Hallelujah. Amen. As, as citizens of this nation, we ought to be ashamed of the people we, that represent us before this whole world. We are the laughing stock of the world right now. I'm telling you that, folks. Amen. We ought to be ashamed of the people that we've elected to put in office, praise God, to run this nation. Not maybe you and I particularly, but <laughs> hallelujah, but the, uh, the, the people of this world, praise God. Hallelujah. They've got some folks in office that don't need to be in office. They don't never be in, need to be in office. They don't, amen, they need to be voted out of office and never, amen, voted back into office again. Do you hear me? 
Amen. Where are the righteous-minded people in the political arena? Where are the godly-minded people in the political arena? Here we are today shutting down churches. Hallelujah. Here are the political, amen, folks in our world. Amen. They're doing everything they, do, uh, they can do to shut down churches. Hallelujah. But we're opening up abortion clinics everywhere. So we're shutting down churches, opening up abortion clinics. We're killing babies by the thousands every day, amen, but yet we're opening up our borders to illegal aliens, flooding in or soon will be flooding into a nation, amen, who is struggling with its own existence right now. They want us to live in constant quarantine while COVID-infected aliens come across our borders or soon will be coming across our borders by the thousands. What kind of sense does that make? Hallelujah. They want me to live in darkness. They want me to live in quarantine. Hallelujah. Here in America, while they open up our borders to all of these illegal aliens, hallelujah, many of them that are already affected, amen, by the virus, and it's got our nation shut down. Where's the sanity in all of this? Where's the sanity in all of this? Now, I kind of... Amen. Lost some of you through that little part right there. Maybe I can get you back here in just a minute. Praise God. Hallelujah. What I'm describing here is exactly where David was in Psalms chapter 73, verse 1 and 2. Hallelujah. David stood in Psalms 73, verse 1 and 2 and said, Truly God is good to Israel, even such as are of a clean heart. But as for me... <laughs> Amen. My feet were almost gone. My steps had nigh well slipped. He kind of changed directions on us there right quickly, didn't he? Amen. He kind of threw the curveball at us. An ephus ball, maybe. Huh? Hallelujah. Right in the middle of that. Amen. Where he started out. Amen. He, he, uh, 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 David starts Psalm 73. Amen. He starts out giving honor to God for being good to those that are of a clean heart. Hallelujah. What a way to start out a psalm, right? Giving God praise. Hallelujah. For being a good God. Amen. To those that are of a clean heart. But then verse 2. He admits to us. Hallelujah. He admits to his discouragement. God is good. God is good to those that are of a clean heart. Hallelujah. But here I stand today discouraged over what I'm seeing. Amen. And over what I'm hearing. Praise God. He was discouraged. Amen. Because he was trying to figure out. Amen. The prosperity of the wicked. Amen. Something that is mind-boggling. Amen. To children of God even to today. How can people live so wickedly, amen, but have so much in this world? He goes through 14 or 15 verses here, amen, telling us exactly what he's seeing, exactly what he's discouraged about. Hallelujah. He's discouraged over corrupt people, amen, who speak wickedly, wickedly against the heavens. Amen. They say, how does God know? And is there any knowledge in the Most High? They are questioning the existence of God. They are questioning even if there is a God in heaven. Amen. They are questioning if there is a God out there anywhere. Amen. That has any knowledge whatsoever. Hallelujah. Corrupt people. 
Amen. Ungodly people who seem to be prospering. David said, I was totally baffled by all of this. I was totally set aside by all of this. Praise God. I was totally disturbed and discouraged, amen, about everything that I was seeing in my world, everything that I was hearing, amen, in my world. Praise God. Hallelujah. And that continues, amen, for 14 or 15 verses until, amen, we get to verse 17. Hallelujah. And verse 17 says this. Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood therein. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. It all changed. Amen. When David made it to the house of God. Amen. It all took on. Amen. A different picture when David made it to the house of God. Hallelujah. Surely thou didst set them in slippery places. Thou casteth them down into destruction. Praise God. David said, when I went to church, I heard the word of God. I understood, amen, that God set these people in slippery places. Which means to me, all of their fame, all of their popularity, all of their wealth, all of their prosperity, hallelujah, was a slippery slope down into destruction. Hallelujah. Amen. All of those what seemingly was good things, uh, amen, was not good things. They were a slippery slope, amen, that was going to lead them down to destruction. David's conclusion of concerning the future of the, uh, of the ungodly is the very same conclusion that Peter came to. 2 Peter chapter 2, verse 3 through 6. I'm not going to read it to you again. i got to hurry, hurry along here and get to where we need to be here this morning. Amen. I've read it to you. Hallelujah. But Peter said in these verses of Scripture, Amen. Judgment's not going to linger forever over these people. Hallelujah. Damnation is not going to slumber on their behalf. God spared not the angels that sinned. Amen. They have a reservation in judgment. Amen. Hallelujah. He overthrew the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into ashes. Hallelujah. Amen. And he did all of that for a reason. Amen. He overturned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Hallelujah. He gave the angels a reservation in judgment. Praise God. That they will never be able to escape from. Praise God. He did all of that for a reason. Praise God. The Bible says that he left all of those who choose the alternate route. The damnable heresies. For all of those that would choose an alternate route away from the truth. Away from God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, the ungodly route. Praise God. He left them an example of what their future will look like. Let me tell you something, their future is not bright at all. Hallelujah, there's no brightness, amen, in the future of the ungodly. Hallelujah. So why am I preaching here this morning? Hallelujah. Amen, I'm preaching here this morning so you and I can have a balance, amen, of where we're headed, amen, and what direction and what route we need to stay on. Hallelujah. 
Amen. If we're on the straight and narrow path that leads to everlasting life, amen, why should we, amen, divert off of it in another direction? Straight and narrow is the path that leads to life everlasting. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Hallelujah. Have you ever wondered where the name Broadway came from? <laughs> Hallelujah. Broad is the way that leads to destruction. Praise God. He left them an example of what their future was going to be like. Praise God. And that all brings me to the title. I know I'm halfway through or maybe a little bit more. But the title of my message is this. In the middle of the mess. In the middle of the mess. See, hallelujah, everything that I've been saying up to this point pretty much is a mess. We got false prophets, amen, leading, amen, hundreds and thousands of people, hallelujah, out into heresy. Praise God. And all of these scriptures that I read to you, the psalmist David being discouraged about everything he was seeing and hearing going on in his world. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now we've got Peter seeing, amen, similar things happening in his world. Praise God. Hallelujah. And amen. But right in the middle of all of the mess that we have talked about this morning, God places two righteous men right in the middle of it all. Amen. Now, he told, amen, everything that he told, amen, from verse 1 all the way down, amen, to verse 6 or 7 here. Hallelujah. He told them all what was going to happen if they took that alternate lifestyle. But then he drops two righteous men. Verse 5, the Bible says, if you got it, if you could throw it up there for me. And spare not the old world, but save Noah, the eighth person. A preacher of righteousness bringing in the flood upon the world of the uh, bring the flood upon the world of the ungodly. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. And spared not the old world, but he saved Noah. Somebody say he saved Noah. Where's Noah at? He saved Noah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Ain't that right, Noah? Thank God. He saved Noah. The third, that brings us to the third group of people that are classified. 2 Peter chapter 2, the righteous. We got the false prophets and false teachers. We got the crowds of people that are following their heresies. And now all of a sudden, God drops two righteous men in the middle of the mess. Hallelujah. Verse 7 and 8. Hallelujah. The Bible talks about Lot being a righteous man. Let me read it to you. Amen. And delivered just Lot, vexed with the filthy conversation of the wicked. And that righteous man dwelling among them and seeing and hearing vexed his righteous souls from day to day with their unlawful deeds. Praise God. Hallelujah. Lot did not live in the ideal community. <laughs> Amen. He did not live in a community like you and I would want to live in. Praise God. Hallelujah. If we could choose our community, if we could choose our world, hallelujah, that we live in, amen, it certainly wouldn't, it would not be, amen, a, a, a community or a world, amen, like Lot lived in. Praise God. The Bible talks about Lot, amen, the, uh, one of the two men that are mentioned here that represent the third group of people in the story, the righteous. Hallelujah. Yes, amen, I need to say this. Yes, the righteous can be vexed. By what they see and what they hear. Hallelujah. The righteous can be vexed by what they see and what they hear. 
Lot was vexed by their filthy conversation. Hallelujah. He was vexed by what he saw them doing. Hallelujah. The word vexed means tormented or tortured. Tormented. Lot was tormented by what he saw every day. Hallelujah. In Sodom and Gomorrah. He was vexed by what he saw. He was vexed by their filthy conversation. Hallelujah. True story. Back not long after I first started pastoring, I, I know Brian and April, Cody hadn't even been born yet. Brian and April was little, little kids, and we were trying to pastor over on Eleanor Drive. And uh, I don't know. Back then, I had a hankering for Whoppers. I, man, I loved Whoppers. Hallelujah. They've kind of changed some over the years. <laughs> Hallelujah. But uh, back then, man, the Whoppers were really Whoppers. They were big. Hey, man, you go get a Whopper, and you get filled up in a hurry. Praise God. Well, me, hey, man, one Sunday night after church, me and my wife and April and Brian went to Burger King. At the time, Burger King set where the... Quick Trip is now at the corner there, right there in Covington, where the Quick Trip is setting. That's where Burger King set back then. It's been torn down. Amen. A gas station is replacing it now. And I don't know why I'm telling you all that. But that's where we went. <laughs> that's where we went for supper at night after church. Went in, we ordered our food, went over and sat down, amen, at the table. Unbeknownst to us, there was a lady that went through the drive-thru. Amen. And uh, she got her food, and uh, she counted her change, and she felt like she'd been cheated out of her money. They did not give her her correct change. Hallelujah. So we're sitting there eating our meal. This young black lady, amen, she storms into the door. <laughs> she runs up to the cashier there on the inside. Uh, praise God, and she just begins to cuss like a sailor, using all kind of ungodly words. She said, I gave that blankety blank blank a block $20 bill. And this is how much blankety blank blankety blank a change I get out of my block $20 bill. And the cashier on the inside was just kind of shocked. Amen. She should have been talking to the lady, amen, that run the cash, cash register at the drive-thru. Amen. But about the time that she went through her second blankety-blank-blank, blank, I just couldn't stand it no more. I got up out of my seat. You know why I got up out of my seat? Because I was vexed with her filthy conversation. Hallelujah. She's standing there at the counter cussing like a sailor. I walk up right beside her. I said, ma'am, ma'am. I said, I'm a pastor of a church. Amen. I've got my wife right over here and my children right over here. Amen. And I did not bring them into this restaurant. Amen. For them to have to sit here and listen to your filthy mouth. I would request for you, amen, to choose your language better. And she looked at me with big eyes as if I had fell off planet Mars. I said, I didn't bring my wife and kids in here to hear your filthy conversation. I went back and sat down. She didn't say another curse word. That was 36 years ago. 
A year ago, I was in the Waffle House. <laughs> I think I may have told this one before. I don't know. A year ago, I was in the Waffle House over in Covington. I went to pick up something at Home Depot, coming back across the interstate, whooped it in the Waffle House. I love the Waffle House. I'm going to put a plug in for Waffle House. You can watch them cook your food. You don't have to worry about what's going on behind doors. You can sit there and watch them fix it right Hallelujah. I know, a lo- I know a lady that lived to be 103 years old, laid at the Waffle House every day. Don't tell me. She lived to be 103, ate there every day. Hallelujah. Anyway, I'm sitting in the Waffle House, went in there that morning. It was very busy. I walked in the door. I saw one seat open over. If you walk in the door, you walk around. There's a low counter. There's a high counter. There's three seats on that side, three seats on this. I, there was a seat open in the far corner of the low seat section. I walked over there and sat down and ordered my food. And uh, sitting directly behind me was a lady with two little kids. Directly behind her in that row was two older people, an older man, an older woman. And sitting behind them was uh, an older lady and uh, another lady that was sitting there. And they was all, everybody was just having their conversation. I ordered my food, sat there, praise God, my food came. About that time, some dude came in and walked in. By that time, uh, you know, a chair or two had been cleared so he he walked over and sat about eight feet away from me and uh he sat there and just looking around like he owned the place hallelujah and uh, about two or three minutes later uh i guess an old buddy of his came in and sat down right beside him well when his old buddy came in sat down beside him they just forgot that they were in the waffle house and they just launched into this conversation of filthy language like he'd never heard before in a public place Amen. And I've, after about the third or fourth vile cuss word, I got aggravated. I said, well, I'm going to get up from here, and I'm going to go sit on the other side of the restaurant. So I picked my plate up. Amen. And I started walking by the guy. I had my plate in my hand. And he looked at me like I fell off Mars. You know, what's this guy doing? He's toting his plate. I said, sir, when he looked at me, when he looked at me and those eyes fell on me, ha, <laughs> ha. A righteous indignation rose up in me. Well, that's what I'm going to blame it on anyway. A righteous anger rose up in me. I said, sir, amen, I want you to understand something. I'm moving because of your filthy conversation. Hallelujah, but amen, I want you to understand that there's a lady over here that's got kids, there's older people sitting behind you, amen, and they don't need to listen to your filthy conversation, amen, you need to shut that down, amen, and the more that I talk, the bigger that his eyes got. Now, he was about my age, he was bigger than me, and I'm sure he could have whipped me if he hadn't been so shocked. Hallelujah, but he was pretty much shocked. Hallelujah, and amen. And when, when he, when, you know, I just, I just said my piece, <laughs> and I walked on past him. And as I walked down the other way, going to the other side of the restaurant, I got two hand claps. There was a lady and a man sitting on down the way there, and they, they just gave me a hand clap. They said, somebody needed to say something. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something today. Amen. We're living in a generation that somebody, amen, needs to be saying something, amen, about the filth, amen, that we are having to live in. Hallelujah. 
Oh, I'm telling you, some preacher of righteousness, amen, has got to get up and say something about, amen, the conditions that we are having to live in. We're living in a mess. Amen, you hear me? Amen, we are living in the middle of a mess. Hallelujah. I don't know. Amen. I don't know if I did right or wrong, but amen. In both of those situations, both of the people shut up and didn't say another cuss word. Huh? Hallelujah. I made up my mind years ago, I will never work for anybody that cusses me. Amen. You want to fire me? Amen. From being the pastor of this church, you just start cussing me and I'll find my way out of here. I don't think there's nobody here that cusses. Well, well, well. I, I hope there's nobody here that cusses. Ah, thank you, Sister Maria. I got one amen. It worked. They shut up. My soul was vexed with filthy conversation. I kind of felt like, amen, Lot did. Hallelujah. Amen. I, I was vexed by what I was seeing. I was vexed by what I was hearing. Amen, when we find ourselves constantly, amen, having to see the ways of the ungodly and hear the words of the ungodly, amen, there is a reason behind that. The devil is doing his best, amen, to harass us. See, we got to see the tactics of the devil through all this. There I was, a young little, amen, uh, just, just, just getting started out, amen, pastor, hallelujah, amen. And, and if you ever become a young pastor, amen, you will find out very quickly what the harassments of hell are all about. Amen. But when I went into that Burger King, hallelujah, that lady, amen, just started spitting out all of those filthy words. Amen. It was just simply another tactic of hell, amen, trying to harass me. Harassing me. Harassment is the continuation of attacks, trying to torment us, trying to trouble our minds. The cities of Sodom and Gomorrah was full of demonic spirits, amen, brought there by the ungodly homosexual desires of the people. But, but, their main purpose in being there in Sodom and Gomorrah was to wear down the righteous man. They had the other folks in their hands. They had them, amen, racked up and sewed up, hallelujah, amen. The reason that they were there, amen, there to use those people, hallelujah, that had given themselves over to them, amen, to use them to tear down a righteous man. I want you to understand something. You and I encounter demonic spirits every day. Hallelujah. And as we encounter these demonic spirits every day, hallelujah, you need to know what they're trying to do. They're trying to wear you down. They're trying to harass you. Hallelujah. I want to confess something to you this morning. I cannot do anything about people today following these pernicious ways. They make their own choices. I can't do anything about the choices that people make. And if they choose to walk in these pernicious ways, it's their choice. But when they try to push their ways on us, 
Amen. We had better stand up. We had better speak up. Amen. And we'd better have a fight left in us or we'll end up. Amen. Only path of destruction ourselves. Hallelujah. Amen. If they wear us down and wear us out. Amen. And we throw in the towel. What have we got left? Hallelujah. I'm telling you, as long as there's breath in my lungs. Hallelujah. Amen. I want to be fighting the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. I want to be fighting hell. Amen. I want to be fighting hell. Amen. With everything that's within me. I'm here. I'm here in this pulpit this morning. Amen. Fighting hell. Because the devil is trying to harass us. Through the political arena. Amen. Through the religious arena. Amen. Hallelujah. From every way. Amen. North, south, east, east and west. It seems like the attacks are coming on. Hallelujah. But I got something to say. Amen. Luke chapter 16 verse 17 through 19. Now hold on here just a minute. I'll try to get this done. Luke 6, 17 and 19 says, And he came down with them. Came down with his disciples. Talking about Jesus. He came down with them and stood in the, in the plain and the, company, and the company of his disciples and a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went out virtue out of him and healed them all. Hallelujah. In my message this morning, hallelujah, is to those who know what being vexed is all about. Hallelujah. There were present that day those that needed a healing, a physical healing in their body. I don't know what their sicknesses were. The Bible don't tell us. They could have had, they could have been people in the group with cancer, people with leukemia, people with leprosy. Hallelujah. Any, any number, amen, of physical diseases they could have had that day. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says. Amen. That all of them were healed. Amen. Hallelujah. There were present that day those who needed a spiritual healing because they were vexed with unclean spirits. And the Bible says that they were healed, all of them. Now I've come to tell somebody this morning, hallelujah, amen. Uh, it takes the same virtue of God, amen, to heal a physical sickness or a physical disease as it does a spiritual sickness. The same virtue, amen, can heal any disease, physical or spiritual. I know there's some of you sitting here, amen, you've never heard of a, a spiritual disease. Hallelujah, we're being vexed. Amen. By unclean spirits. Amen. Is a spiritual sickness. Saints of God, good people 
can become spiritually sick by the constant harassment of unclean spirits. Amen. You need to know that. You need to understand that. Amen. Good people, saints of God, amen, can become spiritually sick by the constant harassment of unclean spirits. They can become troubled and weary, growing weaker and weaker by the day because of the efforts of the unclean spirits. Listen to what the Word says. God saved Noah, a preacher of righteousness. Hallelujah. When he and his family alone, amen, we know that Noah what knew what being vexed in his spirit was all about. Every day that Noah went out to work on that ark, hallelujah, he had to look at people all around him, amen, that were going to hell, amen, that were going to lose their life in a flood because they wouldn't hear him. And I'm sure it vexed his spirit. Hallelujah, but when he and his family alone made the choice to live for God and not follow the ways of the world, hallelujah, amen, God delivered just Lot, the righteous man, even though at times he was vexed by what he saw and what he heard. There's two words, amen, that were used there in the scripture, saved, somebody say saved, and delivered, and delivered, saved and delivered. What would a righteous man need need deliverance of? Hallelujah. What would a saved man need saving from? (laughs) Hallelujah. I know you claim salvation. Hallelujah today, but I'm telling you, amen, hallelujah, we're not, we're not really saved until we get to the other side, amen, we're not really saved, amen, until we, amen, hear those words, enter in thy good and faithful servant, because if we allowed the enemy to get the upper hand on us, we could go down that path of being deceived, hallelujah, and that's something we want to avoid this morning, God knows how to deliver us. God knew how to deliver Lot. God knew how, amen, to save Noah. God knows how to save you and I this morning. Hallelujah. I want to say this. This morning is not, this morning, this service right here today is not a pool of Bethesda day. Now, I'm I'm talking by faith right now. I don't know what God may do here. Amen. But I am fully 100% convinced that this is not a pool of Bethesda day. What are you talking about? Amen. At the pool of Bethesda, there was an angel that came down in a certain season. Amen. And when that angel came down, he would trouble the waters. Praise God. And the first one that got into the troubled waters were healed. Hallelujah, but I'm telling you, this is not a pool of Bethesda kind of day. Amen, God is God. Amen is wanting to, desiring to, he is able to, amen, heal, amen, more than one person here today. Hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. This is a Luke chapter 6, amen, kind of day, amen, when they all came, amen, and they were all healed, hallelujah. Amen, so don't shove this message, amen, over your shoulder and say it must be for somebody else. Amen, this cannot be for me. Let me tell you something, if you're hurting, if you're sick, amen, if you're vexed, this message is for you. 
The Bible says, amen, that all of those that came down, amen, with physical diseases were healed. And all of them that came down that were vexed by unclean spirits, all of them were healed also. All of them were healed. When David's mind was troubled, he went to the house of God. God touched him there and he understood the plight of the wicked. Some of us spend hours wondering how people get by doing what they do. Amen. I know that I've fallen guilty of that myself. How in the name of God are these people getting by doing what they're doing? Why don't God just zap them dead? I'm human. I sit there and listen and hear sometimes. I say, now if I was God, that person wouldn't be saying that. Those people ought to be happy that I'm not God. Because if I was God, amen, I would shut their mouths. <laughs> For good. So some of us spend a lot of time wondering how people get by doing what they're doing. The fact of the matter is they're not going to get by. We need to settle that in our mind. They're not going to get by. Amen. I don't care how much money they have. I don't care how much popularity they have. I don't care how rich they are. Amen. How wealthy they are. How, how, how yeah, I don't care what they got. Hallelujah. They ain't going to get by. Amen. They're living on a slippery slope. Amen. That ends in destruction. Today, you and I understand the end of the wicked because I just got through preaching it to you. Hallelujah. I simply don't know if you're going to get another opportunity as good as today is. I simply don't know, amen, that if you got a physical sickness here today or you got a spiritual sickness, you're vexed by unclean spirits. I don't know if you're going to have a better opportunity, amen, as good as today is, amen, to get some help from God. Why am I saying that? Hallelujah. Amen. This past Monday night, amen, we had a, amen, we had our regular Monday night prayer meeting. Hallelujah. And what a prayer meeting it was. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, the glory of God came. Amen. We all felt the power of God. Amen. We're feeling the power of God in measures that we have not felt Him in in a while. So Monday night, we had an awesome all-church prayer meeting. Amen. I don't know, 75 or 85 people showed up. Hallelujah. Amen. And then Tuesday night, this week was the Man of Memory Week. Amen. And the ladies, amen, hallelujah, they called a prayer meeting for this week in memory of the manna that fell in our church back in 1989. Tuesday night, the women came. Amen. And they prayed. Wednesday night, we had church. Hallelujah. We heard Brother Clarence Rowe preach on putting on the whole armor of God. Amen. A powerful message. Amen. An on-time message. Hallelujah. Amen. If you don't have on the whole armor of God, amen, you better be finding a way to get it on. Hallelujah. Put on the whole armor of God. He preached to us Wednesday night. What a powerful message. Thursday night, the women came and prayed again. Friday night, amen, they came. They went to another church for a women's meeting. Amen, they came back, got back here at our church somewhere around 9 or 9.30. I wasn't here, I don't know. But I'm sure it's around 9 or 9.30 they got back here. Hallelujah, and the women came in here at 9 or 9.30 that night, and they had prayer. They had testimonies. 
They shared, amen, things with each other, hallelujah, that they could not probably share in the mixed congregation of people, hallelujah. They came and they prayed, hallelujah. Amen, if you count it up, that's somewhere around nine hours of prayer. Amen, nine hours of prayer, nine hours of prayer and testimony, hallelujah, nine hours, amen, of, of ladies in the church here, amen, crying out and seeking God Friday night, hallelujah. Most of them, or a lot of them at least, amen, fasted Friday. My wife fasted, amen, uh, off and on all week long. Hallelujah, and then Friday, I think she fasted all day, 24 hours. Hallelujah. There's some people that today that believe that a Holy Ghost-filled person can be possessed by, the, by a demon at the same time. Hallelujah. They believe somebody can have the Holy Ghost and be possessed by a demon at the same time. Now, I don't hold to that. I don't believe you can have the Holy Ghost and be possessed of the devil. I do believe you can have the Holy Ghost and be vexed by a devil. Amen. I do believe you can have the Holy Ghost and be tormented by devils. Hallelujah. Especially if we're not, amen, thinking right. Especially if we're, amen, worn out, worn down. Hallelujah. And we need, amen, the renewing of the Holy Ghost. Praise God. I do believe that a Holy Ghost-filled person can be harassed by spirits. And that you can become weaker and weaker and weaker in God. What am I preaching here to you this morning? We're all living in the middle of a mess. But thanks be unto God, God put two righteous men in the middle of that mess, in the middle of 2 Peter chapter 2. Amen. To speak to us. Hallelujah. Amen. Hold on. Amen. Stay faithful. Hallelujah. Keep living right. Amen. Your reward is coming someday. We may be all living in the middle of a mess, but we cannot let the devil wear us down. So we're going to do something just a little bit differently here this morning. I want all of the ladies that were in the prayer meeting this week, if you would, if you were in the prayer meeting, you didn't have to be in every prayer meeting, in every service, but if you were in general, if you were in the prayer meetings that the ladies had this week, if you would, stand and come to the front of the church. We're going to do things just a little bit differently here this morning. Hallelujah. I want you all to just kind of form a circle here. You know what? Bob says give honor to where honor is due. I honor these ladies for their sacrifice. Hallelujah. Come on now. I honor. I give honor to these ladies. Amen. For their sacrifice. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. When I think about the physical toll that it took on their body. Amen. To come into this sanctuary and stay for nine long hours. Hallelujah. Amen. Trying to stay, amen, focused on God. Trying to stay focused on what God's trying to do. Hallelujah. But they did it. They did it successfully. Come on over here, sis. Hallelujah. All right, somebody go get Sunday school teachers that need to be in here. If they're here, if they were here. Hallelujah. I want you to know if you're here. And you have a physical disease. Doesn't matter what it is. Don't matter what the doctors call it. Don't matter what science calls it. If you got a physical disease, you're sitting in this house. 
Hallelujah. I'm telling you, today is a Luke chapter 6 day. God wants to heal you of all of your diseases. I'm going to stand in for Brother Philip Young. The doctors told the family that he would not make it through the weekend. Hallelujah. And I hadn't heard anything this morning. I hadn't heard. I, the last that I heard, he was still hanging on, barely hanging on in the ICU. Amen. Down there in South Georgia. I'm going to come down and walk into the middle of this circle. And I want these ladies to pray for Brother Philip Young. I'm going to stand in on his behalf. Hallelujah. Sister Samantha got some bad news. Amen. Well, she's got, she got something she needs God to move in. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Not the best of news, but amen. She needs God to move in that situation. Praise God. Not physically. It's, a, it's an, another issue, but she needs God to move in her in a mighty way. Hallelujah. But you know what? I, I was thinking, you know, one of the most vexing things that a family could go through today and, it, and when I say this, I'm not belittling anybody or any family or anything. Every, every family in here is probably having to deal with this. Hallelujah. But if there are people in here and you got family members that have went down the path of homosexuality, that have went down the path of lesbianism, that have went down that path, that alternate lifestyle path that everybody is wanting us to accept as normal today, I cannot imagine how vexed it is for you to have a daughter, a son, or, amen, for you to have a, a close family member that has gone down that path and you have to, amen, you have to deal with that on a daily basis. Hallelujah. Amen. Nobody, nobody thinks that you need to quit loving those folks. Nobody needs to think that we need to quit reaching for those folks. Hallelujah. Amen. Their, their hope is in God. Their hope is in, amen, somebody being a light to them and witnessing to them. Amen. And winning them, amen, to the church of the living God. Hallelujah. But if you're sitting in this audience this morning, hallelujah, and you are vexed by that very thing, seeing members of your family living an alternate lifestyle, hallelujah, and it is tormenting you and torturing you and Amen. You live in a state of confusion, trying to find out what to do and how to do it, how to act and how to behave. Hallelujah. I want you to come and stand in this circle. Hallelujah. I want everybody in the house to stand. Amen. I'm not, I'm not, I, look, we're not playing games here this morning. Hallelujah. These ladies have meant business. Amen. This week, hallelujah, they've come in here. Amen. They've fought, they've fought spirits of hell. Amen. They've fought spirits of darkness. Hallelujah. For your sake and for my sake and for this church's sake. Hallelujah. I feel like somebody is vexed. Amen. I feel like somebody knows what a tormenting spirit is. Amen. Because you have to live it every day. I want, you to, I want you to acknowledge, amen, your need this morning by getting out of your seat and coming right up here and standing in the middle. Hallelujah. Along with myself, along with my wife. If you need a healing in your body, just get up and come on, folks. Hallelujah. Amen. What's better than today? Hallelujah. Amen. If this is a John chapter 6 day, amen, they're all going to be healed. Hallelujah. Amen. They're all going to get what they need today, right? Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, ladies. Hallelujah. Where's my wife at? Where did she get off to? Praise God. All right. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Saints or ladies, amen, if you would, just gather on around. Get on up a little closer. Hallelujah. Lay your hands on all these ladies that are here and all these men that are over here. Move in the power of the Holy Ghost today, God. Hallelujah. Touch our lives. God, touch the lives of these people here today. God, that have come up for prayer, God. Hallelujah, God, that needs you, God, today. God, I'm praying for Brother Philip Young. I'm praying for his Won't family, wait God. Till my troubles I'm are praying over. for his miracle I'm going to dance till the victory comes. I'm going to claim my victory in Jesus' name. I'm not through here. The battle is won. God, All of the walls seem ten feet tall.
I can put it that way, hallelujah, that were in the ladies' prayer meeting this week, praise God, and these two young ladies didn't have the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, amen, but they've come in here this morning, little Scarlet here has received the baptism of the Holy Ghost this morning, amen, and Crystal right over here, 
Hallelujah. Amen. She got the baptism of the Holy Ghost this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. The devil's mad, but we're glad. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost has had its way. Hallelujah. And, and not only that, not only that. Hallelujah. My wife saw Dawn uh, several weeks back at the El Charro restaurant. We've been knowing her for years. We're knowing her mom and dad. They used to come to our church for years. We've known her for years. And she saw her and El Charro invited her to church. And No, she didn't invite her to church. She talked to her that day but didn't invite her to church. All right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hallelujah. She was renewed in the Holy Ghost this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, what a mighty God. What a mighty God. Hallelujah. Two received it. Amen. One was renewed in it. No telling what else has happened here. No telling what else has happened here. Well, I, I, it just behooves me to say this. If you came into this church service vexed this morning and you leave this church service vexed this morning, it's not my fault and it's not God's fault. Hallelujah. It's just because you're listening to the wrong voices. Hallelujah. You need to shut off the voice of the devil. Amen. You need to shut off conversation. Hallelujah. With hell. Amen. Every evil spirit of darkness. Amen. And come back. Amen. To the house of God and get everything that you need. Come on. Let's give God a hand. Anybody want to tell us what God done for you today? He resaved her, renewed her. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All right. After many years of not coming to church. Praise God. Anybody else? Anybody feel a touch? Hallelujah. Amen. All right. Well, God's done some Amen. Some awesome things here. If one person leaves here with the Holy Ghost didn't have it when they come, it's worth it all. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I about worn myself out this morning preaching. But you know what? It's worth it. Hallelujah. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Give somebody a high five. Give somebody a thumbs up. Shake hands with somebody if you so choose to do that. Whatever you feel comfortable with here today, thank you for coming. Come back Wednesday night. Praise God. Monday night prayer meeting. Appreciate you too, but uh, Monday night prayer meeting, Wednesday night church service. Oh man. <laughs>